up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, good to see you this evening. Hi, brother. How are you? I'm End of the year teacher tired. There's no other, yep. there's not really any other tired like there's end of the year teacher. No tired. other tired like it. Agreed. And next we have got Peter. Pete, I'm very excited for the second week in a row to talk about my second favorite namesake Disney character this time instead of Marvel character. Oh. Hmm. Last time was my second favorite Marvel Peter. This is my second favorite Disney Peter. Hmm. Ooh, love and that. Last but not least, someone who has even longer to go in his school year than I do. <laughs> yes, I'm state tested, tired. Ooh, <laughs> Getting ready for state yeah. testing. <laughs> yeah, the it, best. It, this is the time of year. Go out and hug it. No, actually, don't hug a teacher. Buy them dip. Give them takeout or something. If you really want to know what to do for a teacher, get them like. Get them just here's a pizza. Go home and don't I, think. I was I was I was thinking maybe like give them some uh perfectly legal, at least in this state, marijuana or something to fill <laughs> out. No, a lot of school districts they still a lot of school districts still do drug testing. And right. that is still that will still flag you on a teacher oh, drug word. test. Yeah, probably. Legal. So Bummer. sorry. Bummer. That's, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. Yeah. How about a bottle of uh, bourbon? <laughs> there you go. That works. <laughs> Although it's not like I, it's not like I really need another bottle of bourbon. As Kate can attest to. So, guys, this week we are looking at the. I guess we're going to call it a remake, reimagining of the Peter Pan story by J.M. Barry, movie called Peter Pan and Wendy. This comes on the 70th anniversary of the Disney animated movie. And essentially, it's a retelling of the same story with some changes, some minor changes, some incredibly significant changes. So to start this off, we're just going to go with who did it better, the 53 animated version or the 2023 live action version. And Steve, I'm going to start with you. Peter, who did who did it better? 53 by far. I did not like the Peter in 23 at all. Um I know later I could discuss more why, but the definitely the 53 Peter. And as talking to Derek of trying to really figure out is it because I'm so set in my mind of this image and I can't quite accept a new interpretation, but n- no, it's the 53 Peter. I did not like the 23 Peter at all. Um, 
yeah, I've got to go with 53. For me, he was much more of a carefree, I, I'm going to do what I want to boy rather than uh, at full of imagination rather than the one who feels... Peter in 53 feels no guilt. There's no guilt at all there anywhere. There's no... Peter in 53 doesn't really have any moral dilemmas. And I don't mind that in a kid's movie. Because in the original in the original play, Peter did not, did not have any moral dilemmas. So, Kate, 53 or 23? This is hard. This is one of the ones that I'm torn on. There's some of them that I feel quite passionately about, and this is not one of them. Um, because I feel like the 23 Peter showed his humanity. And I think it, I think it's contradicting. I I think it's I like it for the opposite reason that you like it. Because um while yeah, the 53 one is more playful, he is more uh of a boy. Mm-hmm. Yes, or you are right. He he definitely has more um boyish qualities, but meaning like youth qualities. Yes. Um but I liked I liked seeing a little bit of the humanity in him in this movie. So that's a tough one for me. I don't know. I don't know. You go Pete. So I've always thought the original 53 Peter Pan was a bit of a jerk, but this Peter Pan is kind of a nothing to me. So I am also going to go with the 53 because even though he can be a bit of a jerk at times, uh, again, I think for a kid's movie and especially a kid's movie of that time, uh, it worked pretty well overall. And so, and, and as I said, I thought this, this Peter Pan had very little personality to him until we got to the end where he's like feeling guilty or whatever, which yeah. I agree with you. It didn't really work for me all that well. So Peter, the original Peter. Okay. Kate, Wendy, 53 or 23? 23. I loved how they portrayed Wendy in this. I, and you know, Pete, you kind of just said it that the way that they portrayed Peter back then went with the times. I feel like this is this, um, this very much went with the times of how women were viewed in 53 as like, Oh, I'm going to be a mother and come and I'm going to read you stories. Whereas this Wendy, like she, she wasn't sure if she wanted to grow up, but she did. But she also had these like, like rebel like tendencies as well. Like when she starts fighting with the boys with the swords and I just, I, I loved what I felt like was the depth of the character of Wendy in this. So I, even though I, I like the, the gentleness of Wendy from the original, I loved how they portrayed this Wendy. So I'm going to go 23. Yeah, I I haven't gone through all the characters, but we re, we reviewed the original Peter Pan way back on the show. Yes. You can go you can go back and listen to one of our old episodes. Um, but I thought the one of the big problems of the original is that it, it's pretty misogynistic in its treatment of all the female characters. Yes. Um Wendy being the least offensive of the female characters. Uh, but even so, as you said, they basically treat her like a, a mother figure. And then 
jealousy is the only other personality trait she has. I think this Wendy was much more of her, her own person. So I'm going to go with the 23 Wendy. 23 for me. Very similar thoughts to both Kate and Pete. Um, I thought probably one of the most well-developed characters in this movie. Um, and the actress, I can't remember her name, um, I think did an amazing job. Like in time she was on screen, um, just the emotions of this idea of childhood, leaving childhood, moving on to the next step, just thought was well portrayed. So 23. Yeah, my only issue with the 2023 is they all of a sudden she's gone from not wanting to grow up to where her happy thought is growing up. And that, that was a little, that was a, that was a huge, that was a stretch, but it wasn't nearly the biggest stretch in this movie for me. But mm-hmm. that was, I mean, sure. You want to have a, a Wendy who's part of the action. Fine. Sure. Okay. Um, this one should be quick, but I've got a couple of thoughts on this. Pete, John and Michael. With the brothers. Gosh. Uh, oh, I'm I, so I heard... struggling with this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure I can tell them apart. I thought they I thought they they kind of copied them. They were a little more bratty in the original one than they were in this one, but they were kind of nothing in this one in this version. And so I don't know. I, I mean, at, at least they were funnier in the original. So I guess I'll go the original. Steve? Pete, same thing. 53, mainly because they're more entertaining and funnier, even though they were bratty in the original. So 53, 23 are like, who are these people? Yeah. The boring characters. Um, yeah, 53, just because they actually had personalities in 53. 23, they were literally just her side. I mean, they came to Netherland. And then they left Neverland. There, there was no other. You had more interaction with the Lost Boys than you did with John and Michael. Yeah, Kate. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was going to say I remember more about Mister Bear than I do about John. And Michael <laughs> in this, movie. this one, yeah, yeah. Um, and and as I was thinking about this, I was like, I actually think I preferred John and Michael from the. God, what was that movie? Was that movie made in like the live act, the very first live action Peter Pan? Uh, that was on a stage. The one with Wendy, uh, with not Wendy Martin. Um, Marlon. There's a part in it in that movie that I used to uh, quote. Oh, Steve, the gal, who, the gal who always played Peter Pan. Is Mary, it Mary, Mary, Mary Matlin. Mary, Mary Martin. 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 Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, the part that the, when I think of John and Michael. The thing that I think of right off the bat is when they're like, think of a happy thoughts. And they're like, something, something, Christmas candy, something, <laughs> something, candy. And that's all John says is candy. I bet it's Michael. Like, I bet it's Michael. Michael. <laughs> and so it like, I was wanting that. I was wanting that, like that really little boy integrity or that little boy, like joy. And it wasn't there. So I'm going to go 53 on this one. Okay. This next one, I know people will have big thoughts on Tinkerbell. Um, I'm going to start off on this one. Uh, 53 all day along and twice on Sundays. Um, Because Tinkerbell Tinkerbell was a nothing in this movie. She was nice and that was that. 
All you knew was that she was nice. At least in the original, A, Tinkerbell is so, supposed to be jealous, incredibly jealous of Wendy, and there was nothing there. She's supposed to be incredibly protective of Peter Pan. There was nothing there. She's supposed to have an attitude. She's supposed to be sassy. She's supposed to be Tinkerbell. And she wasn't in this one. That That is one of my two biggest disappointments with this is this Tinkerbell, she smiled and the whole mystery with her is could you understand what her bells were saying? That's the only mystery with her until Wendy finally heard her quote mm. at the very end. But other than I that, love that word. Other than that, Tinkerbell was nothing in this movie. So 53 all day. Kate? Oh, this one's so hard because I love that they cast her with diversity. Oh, like I love that they, the personality I, was terrible. One hundred percent. I love that they cast her with as 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 a, a black fairy. I loved that. Um, and I knew because I didn't actually have a lot of spoilers from this movie going <laughs> into it. But one thing that I did read from a couple people was that like uh, Tinkerbell, like. She wasn't like, she wasn't super sassy. She was kind of nice. And so I went into it kind of going, okay, like she might be a little bland. And she was um, a bit, but in my opinion, that made the moment that she had with Wendy at the end where she said, thank you for hearing me. But like, that is, you're telling me that is more moving than Tink, are you going to die? And Hang on, Tink. I still believe in fairies. You're telling me that oh, is well. The no. I still believe in fairies thing is in the play, not in the movie. Right. I understand that, but it's also her dying and fading away, and him going after Tink. Tink, I hear you. I need you. Tink, are you there? Right. Yeah. You're telling me uh, her. <laughs> I mean, you're telling me her saying thank you for hearing me is more emotional and more emotionally. I think it's different. I think it's different. I don't know. It just. It, it to me that that fixed it a little bit for me. That made the bland a little bit okay. But so I don't personality wise, I will go fifty three. Casting wise, I'll go twenty three. This is a go tough ahead. one because I know. I'm, so, I'm sorry. The original Tinkerbell basically spends the entire movie trying to murder Wendy. Yeah. He's not wrong. <laughs> At least she does something. <laughs> well, and you're and you're right. She doesn't. This new version, she's just a sidekick that makes she let, lets people fly. Thing, I mean. She doesn't. She doesn't have a lot of personality in this, and I will agree with that. So it's like, well, do you like the jealous rage murderer version of Tinkerbell or the the happy, just happy to be there version of Tinkerbell? I don't know. Can I can I pick the uh, the version of Tinkerbell that was on Wonderful World of Disney and did her a little bit? No. Yeah. No, and you can also not pick Julia Roberts. <laughs> I don't want Julia Roberts either. Um I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with this one just because I never understood Tinkerbell's popularity because I thought she was an awful character in the original. So and similar comments are when I have to go with 53. Yes, she was mean and awful in the 53, but she had more personality, more sass. And I felt in this version, there was just no sass. Tinkerbell was supposed to be sassy. 
And to Kate's point, it still would have been a moving moment if she's all this sassy and Wendy is still hearing her at the end. Like, I still hear you. I get you. I'm accepting you for being sassy. It makes me think of my sixth grade girls who have all this sass. And, you know, you still could hear them accept their personality. So, yeah. 53. Definitely. Agree. Okay. Yeah. And I, and just one last comment on it. It's too bad they couldn't have met in the middle somewhere because I agree. I, ag- I totally yeah. agree that she needed to be sassier than she was. Um, and I don't know. So it's, that's a tough one. Yeah. All right. Pete, one of the, one of the casting changes on this one, but once your impressions of it, the lost boys going from, the strict boys in right there to a truly mixed group of kids. I am so passionate about this one. Go ahead, Pete. I, I, I totally got to go with this version. Um, I actually didn't think they changed their personalities that much. They still had the twins and they had the little kid, the Fox kid and everything like that. So I thought they did a great job of, you know, bringing that representation in, which I, I, I think I'm, I'm one of those people that think that's that type of thing is important for people to see representation. So I didn't have any issue with that. I thought, I thought the lost boys, you know, we mentioned that John and Michael didn't have enough. I thought the lost boys were like just enough in this movie. Like you, you need them there. You need to give them each a little bit of personality, but actually they're just, they're just kind of this big meld of, characters so they don't they don't really need to be uh you know the focus of the movie and they weren't so i thought it really i thought that part really worked i kind of li- liked the way they brought them like they ended he ended up releasing them or whatever you want to call it at the end as well um i thought that was kind of family yeah well and, that- and, and that is actually something from the play is the Lost Boys all go back and end up staying with the Darlings. With the and Darlings, Peter yeah. Peter goes in, back alone. In their uh, Dalmatian plantation? Oh, right, sorry, yeah. Wrong, wrong <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I, oh, this is a tough one. I felt like the 23 Lost Boys lacked personalities. I like that there are both boys and girls in different representations. But the 53, I felt there was more personality. And they should be a big part. That's what makes Peter, that ties into the Peter story. And we need to see sort of that connection that he has with these lost boys and stuff. Of I felt like in the movie, there was just wasn't enough of them. Like they could have been removed the movie and the movie still would have been there. So I have to go 53 with, I guess, a slight edge, almost a tie. But if I had to choose, it was either or, it would be 53. Okay. Um, I like the representation in this. I I did not have an issue with any of the diversity casting. I did not have any issue. I loved the young man with Down syndrome. Great. But Disney tried to milk that too hard. Disney tried to promote, look at how diverse we are. We have the first actor, young man with Down syndrome as our actor. When and that's a shame on Disney for trying to do that or trying to plug that. Um, I loved the fact that he, they didn't, that he was no different than any other of the lost boys, which yes. I love. If anything, he had the most lines. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
but I would agree with Steve. I think a little bit of the brattiness was missing. Um, but I mean, they're lost boys, they're lost children, they're changelings that he has gone and found. Yeah. Whatever. Less, less racist though. Much well, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that here and just especially get to that here in just a little bit. Kate, lost boys, you're very passionate. Go. 23, hands down. I wanted more of the Lost Boys. I wouldn't have minded if they had done an entire movie just on the Lost Boys because they were funny. Oh my gosh. The moment when Wendy's like, I can't see it. I can't see it. And the little teeny tiny Lost Boy walks in and he goes, you're just not looking right in the right place. Like, oh my God, my heart. And how they address like Lost Boys, but there's girls. Yeah, you got a problem with it. Like, are you kidding? It was so good. It was so good. I wanted more. I'm sorry. Am I bothering you? I wanted more Lost Boys. I thought that they were fantastic. I thought they were hilarious. I just wanted more of them because they were great. So great. I loved it. 23, hands down. Okay. Um, this next one, I think we, I know where we're all going to go, but <laughs> I'm going to ask it anyway. Steve, Okay, does anyone have any good things to say about the 1953 Tiger Lily compared to the 1923 Tiger or 2023 Tiger Lily? Uh, did she? She didn't talk in the original, did she? No. Oh. Yeah. 23 Tiger Lily. Oh, I mean, Hands yeah. Down. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll say. I'll say something. I'll say this. She was the least racist Indian character in the movie. And the 53. In the original. Yeah. But even then. <laughs> I, I mean, say it, it wasn't racist. It just says the yeah. least racist. It, yeah. It was, racist that, it was the helpless female that needed rescued. Right. That's basically what she was. Yeah. But all she what I'm sorry, did you want to go around the circle for this one or are we good to okay? We we we, we ran right over Steve though. <laughs> oh, Steve, you go. No, I, I mean I love this Tiger Lily. I, I love that she was strong. Um she took charge. Um, I love the entire story. Um, um, I read a comment. Some people said, well, there was no other Native Americans, but there was little blips of there. Of I enjoy like enjoyed your character. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I love the fact that she um, is a Native. Um, I don't want to say American because she's actually Canadian. Yeah. Um, of a, of a, a Native tribe people. of Canada. Um, speaking the language of Cree, which because I was very interested on what language she was and speaking. It has real. nothing to do with Marvel. She's a Marvel bad guy. Oh no, no. <laughs> um, but I loved I the authentic dress. Like I actually looked up um, it, 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 uh, the actress is a member of the Big Stone Cree First Nation tribe in Canada, and she brought much of her heritage to the role. From Tiger Lily's attire to the fact that she largely speaks Cree, not English, throughout the film. Um, just the attention to detail there, the fact that she is a strong character. When she talks to Wendy and she says, uh, and Wendy's like, Are you not going? She said, That's not my home. And I don't think it's yours either. Like those moments, that moment was so beautiful. Watching whenever when the ship is going away and she runs up in the horse, like it's just such an incredible, in my opinion beautiful representation i'm so glad that they went that direction so glad they went that direction yeah okay this next one 
I'm getting up on my soapbox for this one. Okay. We are going to discuss Captain Hook. Okay. First, I messaged this group three minutes and 30 seconds into the movie. You did. That I didn't like the, in every other representation of it, the dad plays Captain Hook. It ended up that was not even close to my biggest issue with the, with the character. I didn't know that. Yeah. In, yeah. It's the same voice. It's, or it's the same it's a, actor. Yeah, it's, almost, it's almost always the same. Same guy. Actor. It was most definitely yeah. not in this one. Correct. Yes. No, it's Alan. Cause it was Alan Tudyk was the. Yeah. Um, King Candy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so and, and a lot of other things. He's been in a lot of stuff, but yeah, he was, it, it keep going, Derek. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, I am tired of Disney trying to do redemption arcs for all their villains. And I mean, all, almost all of their villains. If it's not a shot for shot remake like Beauty and the Beast and Lion King, Maleficent. I mean, talk about a multi movie tri- redemption arc. Cruella, a redemption arc. This, making him a boy that left and then got picked up by pirates and therefore became wanting to hate Peter Pan. What? No. No. There is something okay, especially in a kid's movie, with having good guys and bad guys. There's something good and good guys and bad. There's a reason no one really talks about Darth Vader from Return of the Jedi. Because that's where he goes soft. Everyone wants a mean, bad Darth Vader. If, I mean, my only thought is they probably won't do it in Little Mermaid with Ursula just because it looks like a shot-for-shot remake instead um, with everything I've seen. But the Broadway pl- the Broadway musical Little Mermaid has a, has a background that makes you feel sorry a little bit for Ursula. And it's just, stop. Captain Hook wasn't scary to me. He wasn't... Yes, he tied up the boys, but then wasn't really mean. There was no reason to really be afraid of Captain Hook in this movie. To me. So, 53 and just about any other version of Peter Pan or Peter Pan editions like Hook that I have ever seen are better than this Captain Hook. Kate, any rebuttal? So I'm going to disagree with you just a little bit. I actually really liked um, the story of plot, the the plot line um, to try and explain why there is this rivalry. I thought that was really good. Um, I didn't mind it. However, I think I prefer the 53 Captain Hook and Mr. Smee because yeah. they were just more characters and they were more, especially Smee. I definitely prefer 53 Smee um, because they just like, they were so, so outlandish, so ridiculous that it made you kind of love to hate them. Um, it made you, I, I, I don't know. I just, so probably... I would probably prefer the 
53 version, but I didn't hate the character arc. I actually appreciated the character arc of the 23 version. So Pete, you go. So to me, the original version watching it now, there's lots of problems with it. The one thing that is not a problem with it is hook and Smee. They're great. Lots of funny stuff. Great villains. Uh, I mean, Smee is, you know, clown, but you know what I mean? Great, great villain and sidekick. Hasn't been done better (laughs) since. (coughs) And certainly this version is not better. I, I also didn't terribly mind the backstory in that. What I, what I would argue there is they didn't like, they didn't particularly give him a redemption though. I mean, he never, he never became good at any point. He just, you know, he was just defeated, but I, I did roll my eyes at that. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it was a great idea, but it was almost the only character bit that Peter Pan had in the movie. So, um, you know, it, it, it gave you a little more to Peter, I think. Um, and I thought, um, What's his name was fine as hook. I mean, he was Jude okay. Law. Jude Law. He was okay as hook, but come on, it's fifty three all the way. Steve, um, I had a hard time with this. I'm watching the movie. I was definitely fifty three, but then I thought I was talking to Derek. Of is it because I have this version of Captain Hook in my mind, and this is so different that I'm not liking it? And is this a new interpretation and in trying to follow it? Um, I like the backstory that they gave. I thought that was an interesting twist. I don't think they fully developed it as much as they should have. Um, but I feel like I look like Dustin Hoffman and Hook and this one where you just have this outlandish Captain Hook who's just like grabs the screen. And I felt like this was missing something. But again, like I, I like the backstory that that he is a former lost boy that went away and then came back, and there's this connection between him and Peter Pan, and I found that fascinating. So I'm not sure I understand. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, I'm not sure I understand either, Steve. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. So I'm t- I'm torn. I, I don't know which way to go. Okay. So um, for me, one I remember the moment I started rolling my eyes. It's when after they have the encounter with the crocodile and you see the hair dye running down his head. That's the, oh, moment, I, that's the moment I started going, oh, wow, they're really going to just try and make him this super old guy instead of... A, because up until that point, okay, he was shooting at Peter Pan. He grabbed John and Michael and tied him to the rock. Fine. But then he went soft. Yeah. And they didn't, and well, to me, they, they didn't involve the crocodile enough either, personally. I would have had the I, I would have liked I would have liked the crocodile to have had at least one more sequence because actually I thought that sequence with the crocodile was great. It was fun. Right? Yeah. So I would have loved to have had that come back at the end somehow. Well, because he's floating there in the water. Where's right. the crocodile? Yeah, yeah. So um, cost too much. Yeah. <laughs> all that money went to all of those great Marvel special effects we've had lately. Oh wait. <laughs> um. And the last one I want to touch on briefly for this, which one did it better? And I think again, I think this is a landslide one. I was so disappointed in the nineteen twenty, the twenty twenty three's music because there wasn't really music. 
they used a couple of the musical cues in the in the flight over London. They used the "You Can Fly" as a theme within the music, which I but did like. Yeah, I like that. I loved that. But that's the last moment you hear any of the original music. The I would have not had a problem if they had kept going with "Your Mother and Mine" because she sings a song about mothers. That's an okay song about mothers. It's they're all missing their mothers. Right. It's fine. The pirate song was terrible, <laughs> especially when either you can do the ones from the original or the song Never Smile at a Crocodile. Never smile at a crocodile. It was originally written for the animated Peter Pan and they had to cut it. That was written for that because that's the musical cue of the crocodile as he shows right. up. Yeah. But they didn't do that. Just to me, I wanted music from this. And there was nothing. Okay. And I mean, anyone else have any thought? Anyone did that bother really anyone else? I was the opposite. I was the opposite. Okay. I will say, except for what makes the red man red. Right. right, right. (laughs) I'm glad that they didn't that they didn't try to make it a movie musical. I I yeah, I would agree with that. I was glad they did not try to incorporate all the songs. Yeah. And I actually, I, I enjoyed the pirate songs. I was like, oh, this is different. This is cool. Um, and then I was like, oh, what movie, excuse me, what movie, what songs were in it? And I was trying to think and I was like, okay. Pirate and Wendy. It, yeah. I, yeah. you know. Following the leader, the leader, the leader. Oh, no, no, right. no, following the leader. Okay. Um, I wasn't mad about it. I wasn't mad about it. I, I I was glad that they didn't try to make it a movie musical. I will agree with that, Kate. I think the music they did use was a miss, though. I agree with Derek on that one. Like, I'm yeah. thinking now, I don't remember really in the music. I felt like the pirates, the singing matched with what pirates would expect them to be singing, but there was nothing memorable from it. Yeah, I agree. It was just it was just fairly bland musical. Yeah. The only thing memorable was using the "You Can Fly" cues, which I thought was smart and well yes. done. Uh, but other than that, the music was super generic. Yeah, and the and the original, you know, very very classic Disney. So yeah. very much so. Okay, Pete. So we've covered most of the characters. We've talked about the music. What else about this movie has you thinking, had you thinking a happy thought, which it was in this, it was happy thought, not wonderful thoughts. So <laughs> as you're thinking a happy thought, you know, well, I, I've, I've mentioned a few times about the problems with the original movie. And I thought this version did a really good job of correcting those things in a way that didn't make it feel to me, didn't make it feel like awkward and heavy handed or anything like that. I mean, yes, you could argue Tinkerbell wasn't as sassy as she should have been, but there a lot of the characters in the original are, are unpleasant characters in my mind. I mean, I it's when we reviewed it before, I was like, it's tough because this is a movie from my childhood and I love it. But as watching it as an adult, I watch it and it's like, there's a lot of things wrong with this movie and so i i really appreciated that they tried to tell the story and make some changes to it they didn't just try to tell it exactly the same way it was and many of the changes i actually liked 
So that's what I'll say. What about you, Steve? Um, again, I like the story of Captain Hook, the backstory. I, I was intrigued by that. Um, they didn't finish it off as they had. Um, I like they made Wendy a stronger character. I almost felt like this movie just could have been called Wendy. Um, would have made a, would have, if, but focusing more on her would have made for a better movie. Yes. Um, like you, Pete mentioned, I like that they adapted and, and fixed some of the problems from, from the earlier movie and made it more accepting and all that. Derek. Um, yeah. I mean, fix the problems. Um, Kate. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, overall, I liked this movie. I would watch it again. Um, I like, I mean, I've, I've already pretty much said everything that, that really gave me a happy thought with this movie. Uh, loved the Lost Boys. Loved how they portrayed Wendy. I didn't so much care for the ending. Um, I don't know what I wanted the ending which to be. Part, but, which part of the ending? Um, all of okay. the Lost Boys being, it was like a 101 Dalmatians moment. Okay, that does come directly from the play. Okay. That is how the play ends, is okay. all the Lost Boys come back and Peter decides to still go back. Got it. So, what should have walked the plank? Um... I mean, I, I do kind of wish that they had put a little bit more of the original music in the score, not having people sing it. Yes. But have it in the score. Um, and maybe going into a little bit more of the depth of Peter. But I think I think Steve might have said it or somebody said it about that. This should have just been called Wendy. Like this should have been from Wendy's completely from Wendy's perspective. Um, yeah. But I, overall, I was a big fan. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah, I I liked this uh, well enough. Um, I would say one thing I didn't care for all that much was how they portrayed the world of Neverland. I mean, I like the jutting rocks and stuff, but it was just like all grass except for where the hideout was, was somehow there was one little area of forest, but everything else was just like grass and rocks. And I guess I want, I want Neverland to be, colorful i want flowers um i wanted another i wanted more than them just flying over the mermaids i wanted them like a scene with the mermaids and things like that i just i don't know this is this should be a very fun movie and it wasn't wasn't always it wasn't as fun as it should have there were parts of it that were fun but i'm just saying as as a whole there wasn't enough of that and and it particularly showed up to me in like the um i don't really want to say the cinematography but the the, like the landscape and the layout and the yeah it's just a lot of green yeah yeah a lot of green um, and blue for me peter pan should have walked the plank i did not like the acting um i felt I think, like you said, he was missing that sort of childish mischievous side i'm fine with him coming to terms of like his past actions following the storyline and, and realizing sort of that Peter Pan sort of growing up a little bit, if you really want to go down with that theme. But I guess to not like, I felt, I felt like even from the very beginning, when he first comes in, it just was missing something. Like it felt like to me, like a middle school 
Scholar was acting in the role of Peter Pan and not and well, re- and just reciting his lines, but not feeling his lines. Yeah. So, and, and I'd, I'd throw Smee in there too. I felt Smee was very bland. Smee was missing something. So Smee should walk the plank too. Especially for making such a big deal that Jim Gaffigan played Smee. It yep. it was it was it was a throwaway. I would agree. Um, there was no suspense in this. There was never a moment you are nervous for anybody. I mean, even Wendy walking the plank in the first one, at least when she falls off, there's for little kids, there's a suspense. What happened to Wendy? But in this, you knew she had her happy thoughts before she stepped off. So you kind of knew what was going to happen. That was, I did, was I did like that. They did no splash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he should have thrown, thrown the pirate overboard. That might've redeemed hook a little bit. <laughs> But, um, I mean, guys, it's fairly obvious. I was not a fan of this movie. I think, I, I, but I said, the lack of suspense. And Pete, I'm right with you. Neverland was boring. Neverland is the place where everyone has an imagination and can create whatever they want. Yeah. And it's the same island that Luke was stranded on in <laughs> Star Wars, yeah. seriously. Because it was rocks and grass, and that's it. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing they filmed this either on the coast of Ireland or Wales or somewhere along something. Yeah, got along it had to have been. Look, that looked a lot like England, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't... Go ahead. I remember something else I didn't like. That Peter, Plan- Peter Pan wasn't able to fly. Oh, at the end? For for a little bit at the end there, yeah. For a little bit at the end, he wasn't able to fly. And I was right. like... And that kind of... They kind of tried to tie that back in because he felt so bad about Hook that he couldn't think of a happy thought and therefore he couldn't fly. In the original, he doesn't fly because he makes the deal with, with Hook that he will fight right. him without flying. Right. In this uh, one, it was because he felt so sorry for Hook. Oh, like when he like runs, well, when he falls and he like hits the ground, I was like, I thought it was like he he shook all the pixie dust off of him. That was how I took it. But I was like, this doesn't seem right. That was one like plot point that I was like, I I don't, I don't. And again, I, that's where I feel they didn't do a really good job of really exploring this idea of Peter and Hook being connected. It was sort of, it fell flat. Um. Okay, so as we always do, we do ironically cups of pixie dust out of five <laughs> on this one. I'm going to go back though. I gave the original Peter Pan a three. Kate, you gave it a two. Pete, you gave it a three. Steve, you gave it a two and a half. So with those in mind, what is your rating for the 2023 Peter Pan and Wendy, Kate? 3.5. Yeah, I was... Now I've only seen this once and I've seen Peter Pan a dozen times. And so I'm going to, I'm going to give it the, I'm going to give it the same rating. I'm going to give it a three, same as I gave the last one. Cause there were things I really liked better about this version. And there were things I liked worse. And it was honestly one of the few versions of the Peter Pan story other than the original that I actually enjoyed. So I'm going to give it a three. I'm going, and I'm, I'm going, going to cop off. <laughs> yeah. Two and a half. I mean, I had the issues with the original one and I had the issues with this one. Um, two and a half. I've seen it once. Won't see it again. 
I and I would definitely agree with that. Will not see this again. Um, looking back at some of the stuff I've given two and a halfs to, I can't do it. This is a two for me. I there's so many other things like. I would watch 101 Dalmatians again before this. I'd watch Hercules again before this. I'd watch so many other things that we have watched that I didn't really care for. I'd watch Ragnarok again before this. I'd watch Goofy Movie again before this. I mean, and I know these are all things that you guys Two really very like. good movies that you just <laughs> But they're movies I didn't like, but I would watch them all again before I watched this movie. So it's a two for me. Yeah, I I could watch it again, but I don't know that I would. It's one of those things like if someone was like, oh, I've never seen this. Can we watch it? I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, but I don't think I would ever say I'm going to watch it. But there's so many bad versions of Peter Pan, though, and I don't know. This is another one. No, this is so, as I said, this isn't the worst in my view. Okay, but to be fair, this is probably one of my favorite live action Disney movies. Okay, that's a massive curve. Your live action remakes. What yes. talking about? Yes. Yeah. I said, like I would rather watch this over. Yes. Pretty much all of the others, except maybe Cruella. Cruella was I would, better than this. Cruella was yeah. much better than this. Cruella was much better than this. I I kind of don't count that because to me that wasn't. That's not really a remake. That's more of a yeah a reimagining. I would, I would, uh, I, I really did enjoy the Jungle Book, so I, I would put that higher than this. Um, and maybe Cinderella. The Cinderella one wasn't was actually not too bad, but the Cinderella wasn't really a remake. That again, that was more of reimagination. Goes and it went a lot closer no. to the Rodgers and Hammerstein musical. No, it yeah. was it was pretty close. The one with um, the one with Kate Blanchett as the wicked stepmother. I, I like that. I like that version. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll. But yeah, this. It I like wasn't, the version with Brandy as Cinderella and Whitney Houston as the fairy godmother. And that was very much Romer's, Rogers and Hammerstein's version. Yeah. So that's a great version. It. I mean, this wasn't. This wasn't great though. No, it sure. wasn't. Okay, Kate. We got a couple things on Disney Plus News. What do we got this week? Pete, I thought you and I were in the same camp on this movie. You yeah, gave it three and a half. I gave it three. What? Okay, what that's fair. That's fair. It's that's pretty fair. close. All right. On to the Disney Plus News. Um, Ant Man Quantumania is being released on Disney Plus May 17th. And I will say for the first time, this is not in the projected rotation upon its debut. Until because no one on here has seen it, and until so, we didn't do so, the fourth Thor movie either. Love and Thunder, okay, true. We did not do Love and Thunder either. But at this point, this is not going to get a watch on here just because we're we're kind of implementing a new policy that on any kind of on any kind of big movies like this, if the reviews are all not good, which on this one the reviews are all very much not good. Someone on the platoon has to say they are going to, they like and thought it was a good movie. Well, fans, get excited because your girl Kate here is watching through all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You are? Shang-Chi. 
Steve, did we mention the fact she was talking into the end of a microphone cord when she said that? (laughs) Yes, this is an XLR cable. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, well, you're saying Shang-Chi, so I will be watching it at some point. (laughs) Sorry. I I will definitely watch it. Um, I I think I mentioned this. This is, I think, only the third Marvel movie I have. Well, I shouldn't say that because some... I, I think there was a few there, like Black Widow, you couldn't see in theaters, right? Oh, right, yeah. Right. So, not counting the ones you couldn't see in the releases. Yeah, of the theatrical releases, I think this is the only the third one I didn't see in the theaters. With Eternals and Thor: The Dark World, the only other two, and both of those are bad. Both of those are very bad. Um, so I'll, I will watch it, and I will let you guys know if I think it's worth seeing. Perfect. And last but certainly not least, the Writers Guild of America has gone on strike, which will likely mean delays in many Disney Plus series. Pretty much anything that is not anything that is scripted will stop production. And this is movies. This is TV series. This is everything. Well, SNL is going to be on reruns until further notice. Well, it has to it has to be all the late night talk shows are all going to go on because they yeah. they use they use writers heavily uh, for those that don't remember previous writer strikes. In addition, what they typically do is they don't stop shooting movies, but they can't work on the Art script while stuff. they're shooting the movies. So it usually ends up you get a lot of really crappy movies during a writer's strike. So <laughs> and that's interesting because Marvel actually said and this wasn't on the news and I'm sorry about this, Kate. Kevin Feige came out in an interview and said that Marvel is going to start hiring, quote, better writers for their scripts. And can't now. <laughs> but they so, have good writers. Why would they need to hire better writers? She-Hulk, Ant-Man, and Quantumania. She-Hulk was enough. And on. Yeah, I have to say, yeah, even as a Marvel fan, Phase 4 was wildly inconsistent and rarely Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well, rarely it was it was good some of the time, but not gr- never gr- rarely great. I'll put I'll say that. Yeah. Um, okay. Next week we are jumping back into the vault. We are going to be watching the original 1979 Muppet movie. Um, Kate, I know you watched this recently. Pete, I know this is a, a one of the standards for you. I was telling Steve before the show. I don't remember, and I'm a huge Muppet fan. I don't remember actually sitting down and ever watching this thing all the way through. Should I, should I pull out? I have the record somewhere, oh, the record somewhere, somewhere in my basement. I have the I have the record bought in 1979. Right. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I think I might have two. I might have two copies of it actually. But oh. um. So yeah. I mean, but, yes. That's, that's gonna be next week. Part of the reason we're doing that is the new Muppet series that is coming out that we will be reviewing the following mm-hmm. week. Um, we've got several, um, several fun shows coming up for you guys. We're going to be doing, um, holes coming up. We've got our beauty and the beast show. We're going to be doing here at the end of May. And there's some other fun stuff coming up in June, but if you have suggestions on what you would like us to watch, please email us at plus at gmail.com message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. We do respond to those and we do listen. If you think there's something that we got totally wrong, tell us. If we if you think that Peter Pan and Wendy is the best movie ever, we will have you on and we will get you to explain <laughs> your 
incorrectness. I would love to back me up on how good this movie was. Yeah. 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 I agree with you, Kate. It was very good. Thanks, no, you're both wrong. No, 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 no. You can't even go. For, you can't go very good, Pete. Thanks, Pete. I gave it a three. Good. Yeah, three. Three is above half. No, three for you is exactly half. Well, that's true. Yeah, because I, I only rate to a one. So you're right. Right. Yeah. Three, three is exactly half. Exactly half. Yeah. So, guys, we have new episodes every Thursday on YouTube and all major podcasting services for Kate. Pete, Steve, Derek, we are the Plus Platoon, and we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. May the fourth be with you. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.